We've all come across information that we believe to be true. Why do we believe it? Because maybe it came from a trusted source or it's something we've been told many times by several different sources. However, when you decide to do your own research, you discover that everything you've been told is really a myth. Well, there are some retirement myths just like that. And today, we'll dispel some myths you hear about retirement income. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam, where we're building your tomorrow and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Eastam. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Eastham. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of the Retirement Income Show, where it is all about the income. Well, myths can be problematic. I mean, you believe something is true only to find out by doing some research on your own that it's not. In fact, even in our industry, the financial industry, in some areas, most financial advisors fall into some of those myths traps simply because we're all trained in the same way and it can be very confusing. You see, the industry tends to lean towards a cookie cutter approach that doesn't work for every single person in every single situation. It's something that you've got to be careful of. And the first myth is the way we look at our money. Think about it for a second. I mean, if you're within 10 years of retirement or you're even in retirement, well, you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose of your money? Well, there's only a few options when you boil it down. You can use that money for lump sum purchases. Maybe you want to get a second home or you want to get a beach house or you've been dreaming about a motor yacht or something like that. Another option is to not touch it at all. Leave a big legacy to your children or grandchildren or to a charity. Or you want to generate income from that savings to support your income needs and your income wants. Well, I find that most people have saved that money all their life for retirement income. And it's needed to pay for things. I mean, like trips or producing income for your grandkids to go to college. Maybe you want to help them or to put a down payment on a house as a gift. Lots of different things, but those are income needs and income wants. And that's why we talk about it all the time on this show. You see, a big part of this myth that you're going to hear if you haven't already, or many of you have heard it for many, many years. The big part of the myth is that to get more return, you have to take more risk. Well, I'll tell you that it's true in the stock market perhaps, but not typically in the case when you invest the right way to get income. In fact, the opposite can be true. Well, to see how this can play out in your retirement plan, we've got a great way to help. Give Fellowship Financial a call at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or you can go to fellowshipfinancial.com. Take advantage of our free retirement risk report. You see, that's going to bust some of the myths that you may have heard or you may have understood and help you discover how you can get ready for retirement 
the best way possible. It's something that we offer free of charge to our listeners to build your retirement confidence. And as a CPA PFS, we proudly serve you as a fiduciary, giving you holistic financial advice. So call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. Schedule your free retirement risk report or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Well, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. It's great to have you with us. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. And on this episode, we're addressing some common retirement myths that you may have heard or understood so that we can set the record straight. You see, in many cases, when it comes to building an income investment strategy, you can actually lower your risk and generate more true income. If you're in the stock market, there are some ways that you can do it, but there are some other ways outside of the stock market. For example, I mean, if CDs are zero, okay, and common stocks are a 10 on the risk scale, then there are several investment options between one and four, maybe, that can generate more sticky income and that are generating interest and dividends and more predictable income with more certain outcomes And those are the types of things that retirees are looking for. And we see this quite often where I'll do a risk analysis on a common stock or mutual fund portfolio for a listener who thinks that they are conservatively, air quotes, allocated. At least that's what their financial advisor told them. Well, when we do the x-ray, for example, and we dig deep, we find out that their risk exposure is allocated in such a way that they could lose 40 to 50% in retirement. I mean, imagine if you've got a million dollars and in your mind, you're conservatively invested and you're not likely to lose more than 50% on the downside, all right? But you find out that you actually have downside risk of 40%. Folks, that's $400,000 of your million dollar account. So, I would ask you, in what universe is that okay? Especially if this is your retirement nest egg that needs to last you for the rest of your life, perhaps 20 to 30 years in retirement. Now, if you're 10 years out from retirement and you shift that million dollars to an income strategy with dividends and interest producing 4% or $40,000 a year, Now, during that 10-year period of time, by reinvesting dividends and interest in 10 years, you're likely to have close to $60,000 in sticky, predictable income. If you're just in common stocks or mutual funds, those don't pay much dividends. You see, no one knows what the balance is going to be in your account in 10 years. Sure, you can guess, but that's really all it is. I don't care if you have the best financial advisor in the world. It is just a guess. None of us knows where the stock market's going to be when you retire. Now, is that what you want to base your retirement on? A guess or hope? Of course not. But most financial advisors don't even teach clients to make that important transition to true income when they approach retirement. They continue to teach a withdrawal strategy to engineer cash flow. And they actually relabel it as income, but it's really not. I mean, you know the drill. When you live by the 4% rule, that's a withdrawal rule. 
then you've got to sell shares. We've talked about it many times on this program, especially if you've got common stocks and mutual funds. And then you hope that it grows back the next year so you can take it again. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. You've got your own expense needs and your own expense wants, whether the stock market is up or down. So it puts you in a bad spot when you need income, but the stock market is down because it forces you to make choices and worry about whether you're going to run out of money. And the biggest thing that you're giving up is time. You know, if you don't take a draw in one year because the market's down, then you're giving up time that you'll never get back. You see, the only way to have confidence and feel secure in retirement, I believe, is to refrain from a withdrawal strategy and live off interest and dividends. It's a small shift in investment strategy, but it can make all the difference in the world for the security of your retirement. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Retirement Income Show where today we're addressing some common retirement myths. And if you miss any of the program, you can fill in the gap by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab to listen to this or any archived episode of the Retirement Income Show. Well, a few minutes ago, we talked about the myth of having to take more risk to generate more income. And we actually discovered that many times you can lower your risk to get more income due to the change in strategy and the types of tools that you use. And once you understand that, it really opens up a paradigm that most financial advisors don't really understand. They might understand it conceptually, but they don't really know how to implement it and manage that kind of strategy for you. Because as a retiree, understanding this can be just what the doctor ordered to support your retirement. Now, for the next myth, let me ask you a question. Over the long run, which of the following is most likely going to generate a greater return for you? Do you think it's high dividend value strategies or a growth strategy? Most people, I would tell you, including financial advisors, they believe that it's going to be a growth strategy using growth stocks over the long run, simply because that's the way we're all taught in financial planning school. Now, let me explain. A while back, I was looking at returns for the S&P 500, you know, the Fortune 500 companies for the first 20 years of this century. And I looked at an account with a million dollars at the beginning of the year 2000. Now, if you were taking dividends during that time, your million dollars would have grown to $2.2 million. Not bad, right? Over that first 20-year period, more than double. That comes out to about a 4% internal rate of return. Now, if you reinvested those dividends, your account would have grown to $3.2 million during that same time period. And that turns out to be about a 6% internal rate of return over that 20 years. But I know from my experience and my knowledge that the S&P doesn't pay an average of 2% in dividends historically. In other words, the difference between 4% and 6%. So I'm wondering, how did we actually get there? You see, those dividends average between 1.3 and 1.4%. So how did we get from 4% to 6% when the dividends only averaged 1.3 to 1.4? You see, that's the magic. 
by reinvesting dividends, you're actually dollar cost averaging by purchasing more shares when the stock market is down and fewer shares when the stock market is up. And remember, those shares all pay dividends. So now you have dividends that are generating more dividends. And over time, it turns that 1.3% to a 2% return and adds a million dollars to your account. That's how you get up to that $3.2 million instead of $2.2 million. So the question is, can you use an extra $1 million in your retirement? I know I can. And that's an important factor to really dive into. So what are the retirement myths that are negatively affecting you? We'll give our team a call at Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And take advantage of our free retirement risk review. That's going to give you a plan to bust the myths that are affecting your retirement on your way to a stress-free retirement. That's how we love to help our loyal listeners. So reach out 844-308-4861 or you can go to fellowshipfinancial.com. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. And today we're busting those retirement myths, the ones that exist in your knowledge, in your brain. They captivate your gray matter. And we're always grateful for the regular listeners But to those of you who listen regularly, make sure that you get your friends and family tuned in to the Retirement Income Show. We make it real easy for you to connect them to the show by pointing them to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on radio. I recently spoke to one of our listeners who said that, you know, I've been doing all my own investing all my life. I've done all my own research. I've picked some pretty good funds and had some good success over time. Can I just make the shift to a strategy with dividends myself and manage it in retirement? Well, listen, the real answer is it depends. I mean, first thing is that you have to understand that many growth investments are standardized and it's easy to comparison shop. So when you're in the accumulation years, you can use Morningstar reports or do some reading up on a company or a particular sector that you like. Maybe you can study some technical financial information too. Not only that, but when you're in the accumulation stage of life, your 20s to 40s, you've got a long runway. You know, you got a long time before retirement and you don't need to access that money. So if you mess up a little bit here, maybe by picking the wrong fund or the wrong company, you've got time to make it up, to make a shift. And you can even dollar cost average buying more shares when the stock market is down. But you see, once you cross over that line to the preservation mode or the distribution threshold where you don't have time on your side anymore, you've got less recovery time. And more importantly, investing for income is really much more complicated than investing for growth. Even if you're just looking to invest in dividend paying common stocks. Many people think that it's easy to invest in high dividend stocks since all I have to do is buy some utility stocks and sit back and wait for the checks to start rolling in. Well, listen, cowboy, not so fast. You have to realize that's only one type of income vehicle, but you've got to be very careful because higher dividend companies by definition are in their mature part of a corporate life cycle and they're not startups. 
So you've got to understand if they're at the beginning of the maturity cycle or if they're at the end. You see, if they're at the end, you could be buying a big name that everybody knows, but they're headed down. Like, remember Kmart or Woolworth or even Sears? Who would have thought that Sears was going out of business? But see, when the decline starts, they start cutting dividends. And when you're retired and depending on those dividends, that is the wrong time to take a cut in pay. You see, there are so many other aspects to income investing as well. Especially when you start talking about the characteristics of individual bonds or preferred stocks and BDCs and other classes of income-related investments. That's why in order to make sure that you can have that income that's predictable, that is sticky, and that's not going to disappear when you need it the most, in this particular area, it really helps to work with an income specialist. Think about it. Did you retire so that you can watch your investments every single day and try and manage that portfolio, worrying about your finances? No. Most people, when they retire, they want to do the things that they love the most. They want to spend time with family. They want to go on trips and pursue hobbies and volunteer and do all those things that make a difference in your community and keep you sharp, giving you the greatest opportunity to live long in retirement. So, Don't worry about the retirement. Make sure that you understand all of these aspects. The myth that you can't get more return in your investments without taking on more risk is debunked when you realize that your primary goal in retirement should be to make sure that you are getting enough income from your investments. When you realize that, shifting your investment strategy, you find out that you might actually reduce your investment risk and generate more true income as you march along the road to your stress-free retirement. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time on this episode. So I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. Thanks again for being with us. Please make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back again with another episode of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.